Episode, we need to be really positive and get Chris back on board. Yeah, no, so that wasn't. That's not okay. No, I, I want to like, start by saying, no, I feel like it how did. Much this I is love a, this is a reverse intervention. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I mean, we're, we put, not not that we're down, not Chris. that we're not being positive, <laughs> but that we're trying to make you continue doing something instead of quit doing something. Yeah. How 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 sad is it that like the second I said that, uh, Melissa was like, I'm gonna have to give him a pep talk. <laughs> Which was like, <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. What you don't know is that the second you posted that, I called Parker and I was like, "Oh God, he's gonna have nothing left." <laughs> I did. Oh Lord, again. <laughs> we need to. We need to keep this going. Actually, first that like I I I saw it and then I heard Matt. He was in Lancaster at his job and I heard, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, as like, so I called him. I was like, Matt, I, I, I know, I know, I know. And I, I was like, I had to hold the phone all the way away from my ear. So it was just like, ah, yeah, all my time back. And I was like, freedom. All my time. My two all hours my, every My two, two hours weeks. every two weeks. And then the time I don't spend watching movies that I have to watch. Woo-hoo! And I was like, okay, okay, calm down, calm down. Listen, listen. <laughs> Think about it. And that's when Matt's like, oh, no. Uh-huh. He hit oh, that no. wall. That wall of realization. Oh, if, oh, if, no. if Chris doesn't do Enter the Critic, he's just going to watch old episodes of Babylon 5 over and over and over again. We can't have that. We can't have I mean, that. I mean, I already am kind of doing that again. Yeah. Which which also leads us to our, our next point. Stop sending us in shotgun reviews. Get off our case. We're really busy. Listen. Go this- back. Here, Listeners, go back to the episode where I because su- I suggested them. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, this sounds, this would be a good idea right. to include people." What an idiot I was! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you people are so demanding. There's so few of and you, I but, there, remember, but there's enough of you that that's annoying. I distinctly remember <laughs> saying, "We'll watch some of them, right. or we'll talk about the ones that we have seen." And right. For a lot of the ones that we haven't seen, we'll, we might talk about a trailer. So maybe you all need to get back in the mindset of like. Hey, they aren't waiting on me hand and foot. <laughs> this podcast, the world, the universe doesn't re- revolve around me. Right. That's Maybe the- I just need to settle for them looking at the movie that I suggested <laughs> and going, that sounds terrible. No. <laughs> but thanks anyway, person. Yeah, uh, absolutely. There, there, there have been a few suggestions where I'm like, I don't want to watch this. And that's... That's when we use the opportunity to <laughs> include them by saying that they're choice they, in movies. They is might. Horrible. They might. Be. Yeah. Hey, look. We uh, all of us at one point have suggested a movie that the other two have been like, no. Yeah. yeah. Or all exactly. three of us. Universal <laughs> Soldier. <laughs> I suggested <laughs> it. I and then hated all, it. All three of us were like, I wanted to what die. Were we yeah. What I wanted were we to thinking? die. I thought about that the other day. I'm like, oh, remember when we used to watch? We used to try to get Netflix films that we hadn't seen before, and yeah, we did that for like three idea. weeks. And we're like, this is terrible. Yeah. Well, like, and we looked, we just did them without even re- researching right, them. We right. were just no like, oh, research. Let's spin the dial. Yeah, let's do <laughs> <laughs> Netflix roulette. Woo! <laughs> this will Come work on. Come on. Yeah, that do- it's like it's like a wheel of fortune. If wheel of fortune was sectioned into like. 10 million slivers and only like 50 of them were awesome. <laughs> You're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. The entire thing's bankruptcy and then there's like one sliver 
of like 100, 200, Ah, oh, oh, bankruptcy. Oh, Damn it. It sucks again. Oh, that's 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 a shame. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I have spent a lot of time watching some truly awful films. Right. I but you chose of, them. I've chosen this. <laughs> and that's films. the difference. Yeah. I have thought about starting a new section called Chris's Corner. Ooh. Where that's I talk good. I talk briefly about a truly terrible film that I saw that I had no real right to see. Like that time that you uh were uh out of it on like Fever. Yep. Fever oh, that was the first movie you, I was going to talk about. And you woke up and you were watching something ridiculous. I was watching. Well, uh, we'll talk, we'll talk we, about we'll, it. You know what? First Chris's Corner. We, we might do that this episode. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another Critica podcast. Where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Well, um, almost every week. <laughs> almost every week. Whatever. <laughs> you know, give her Hey, time. listen, listener. The few of you noticed it's out there. Find it. <laughs> Somewhere yeah. it's somewhere. Just dig yeah. a little bit. Yeah, come on. It's it's the it's the spoon. mystery episode. It's so good. It's so good. We decided that you would have to work for it. Yeah, it's you so gotta good. work hard. It cannot for be it. laid upon the ears hard. of mankind easily. That's right. Absolutely, <laughs> must be earned. Amazing. Tonight's episode is brought to you by whatever delicious beer Pamela was going to throw away. Well, she wasn't going to throw it away, but she's going to have a hard time finishing it. Uh, not me. Mm, By mixing it with grape juice. Yeah, why would she, she do does. that? Why would she, she do that? She just hates beer. You know? Yeah, but beer is not a mixer. Like if she hates right. beer, it tell can her be. stop buying when beer. When you hate something, it can very when, well be a mixer. You know, you know what you shouldn't do when you hate something? Make it even worse. <laughs> that's or, that's okay, something you shouldn't listen, do. Listen, <laughs> like don't. I know for a fact that I don't like wine, so I'm not going to go out and buy like quality wine. But but <laughs> this is let's this is say you are out. Beer. Let's say you are. Desperate for a drink. You had a horrible week, and then you're like, "I need to get a drink." But Bankers ele- Club, vodka. but it's eleven o'clock at <laughs> oh, night. Oh, Chris's it, my my house is always open party. But I'm saying, let's say it was after a party. Everything's gone. You have nothing in the house. Yeah, yeah. You you guys live next. I always have booze. But I'm always. saying, imagine Great. in your oh, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I you know. had nothing, and I've thought about breaking into a liquor store. Hey, I've hey. thought about. But it. And let's say you, and then you realize, oh, I can get. I get there's this wine place that's open and they sell bottles of wine that I could take home, and I really really need a drink. Maybe I'll get a white Onsen. wine and I'll mix it with some iced tea. Great, great. <laughs> okay, you had me until that. Part. All I'm saying, great value brand uh, cough syrup, two bucks a bottle. It'll do the job. Listen, I you know do the job. I worked I worked with a guy once who drank Aqua Velva. Like it's it's <laughs> you can do it. You know? <laughs> oh oh my. So this week's uh, God, we didn't even introduce ourselves. So, <laughs> in case anyway, you forgot, yeah, in case you forgot, I'm Chris Clump. With me, as always, is Matt Schaefer and Part Kerr. Ah, that was the mystery is. episode. <laughs> All right, uh, this week's episode is Box Trolls, or is it the Box Trolls? It's the Box it's Trolls. The Box Trolls. The Box Trolls. The Box Trolls. The Box Trolls. The. Okay, so in yeah again. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what I was going to say. You, I think you, I was going to skip. I think, you I think I was literally just, just interrupted yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, yeah. oh, wait. <laughs> well, before we before we get into that, I'm sorry, Parker. Before we get into that, let's get into some news. Yeah, let's get into some of that news. All right. Uh, first, That's sweet, sweet news. The the famous, the world famous Chinese theater that we all know. The outside of from countless movies, yep. and Simpsons references, yep. 
is Man going to be there. is going to be getting a seventy millimeter projector for um, Interstellar. Ooh, ooh, wow! So like this is a monumentous ooh, occasion because nice. I guess the, the you know the Chinese theater is like they're probably still running. School. They're probably yeah. still running like regular projectors. Yeah. So so they they have made the way because Christopher Nolan is you know they know he's the best. Well, I mean. Really, why are you still running projectors when the effort of main theater <laughs> finally upgraded to digital? Yeah. I mean, they and probably, they charge eight dollars. I a mean, ticket. I guess they have like they must have digital because there's, you're right. There's no way anybody's make you know. But maybe they just didn't didn't go the the full route of I, doing I, the whole IMAX I, I, I or whatever. Yes, but I can't believe. Well, actually, yeah, I can. Considering how like high. Hollywood gets on its own nostalgia. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I can totally imagine them being like, no, we're never going to get digital IMAX in, in this theater because it would be too awesome to do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, we got University of Baltimore, I guess, probably doing this because they wanted to get some press, but they have a mo- uh, class I saw this. called Media Genres. And okay. the subtitle is Media Marvels, and it is a class that focuses on the movies of Marvel Studios. Yeah. What? Yes. This so, is a class. Like people pay money for at a, this at a university, at a, not like an accredited like a, university. Yeah, not like a uh, community college where they're like, ah, we just need something. This is in. this isn't like in my backyard. This <laughs> isn't an actual. Because if that's all it takes, yeah, it, it will. I want to go to the school that teaches that class. Has Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> teaching a class about himself, and like Rivers Cuomo's going there, yeah. and like uh, Emma Watson's going there. All the people that like went to college after they yeah. were famous. Who else? Oh, Natalie Portman goes there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just like, hey, Natalie, hey, hey, what's up? It's Rivers just, is like picking away at a guitar in the quad. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm just trying to write the new Weezer album. Oh, cool. <laughs> just not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying, Rivers. I mean, good job, buddy. I mean, uh, keep trying it. Keep at it. Yeah, so, so here's what, what we got. We got the... the they they realized that they're just really yeah. good comic the book course movies, instructor, right? The course instructor uh, in an interview talked about the... One thing we're going to dive into is the impact of the Guardians of the Galaxy film. So they're very current. They're oh, not wow. like... Wow. I mean, not that anything would would be current. Like they're like, let's look at Iron Man. Like, oh, that's an old one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's ancient. Um, so this proved two things: mainstream movie audiences are not remotely tired of superhero movies, and Marvel Studios can now release a sci-fi adventure that actually features talking trees and raccoons. It's not that they're getting away with it. They've created a universe in which fans completely accept these developments and they're ready for more. I mean, it is true. Like, I mean, we're on board, but like the average person, like when po- when when been like, oh, yeah, this is a raccoon. And it's like, cool. I'm, yeah. I love it again. Again, when my dad walked out of the theater and went, yeah, I think I'm going to get that when it comes out on Blu-ray. I was sh- shocked. Just shocked. <laughs> like, dad, you don't buy me. You borrow them from me. You don't. <laughs> Yeah, for I sure. mean, good points all around. I still can't help but feel that if my son or daughter was going and taking a class and spending my taxpayer money oh, on this class, oh, I would yeah. probably <laughs> probably want to rip the professor's head off, much like tha- much like uh, Creed, the whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, oh, you dropped the ball on that one. Oh, what's his name? His name's uh, the accuser, Ronan, the accuser. Good, very good. 
Very good. Rips his, wow, drop the ball on that name. <sighs> this is why I can't tell jokes, because I don't remember words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. You don't remember words. <laughs> you need Your to remember words off. to do Hello. jokes. How you doing? No, I can't. I can't imagine. Uh, like, first off, you you say like, oh, I can't imagine my son. I can't imagine being that son trying to convince my dad. Hey, I'm gonna major in Marvel Studio movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a real thing, Dad. It's a real thing. It's, it's totally legit. Totally legit. I mean, and I'm I'm all like, I would uh, if I had that kind of money, I would love to just. Go it, but I know it would be a complete waste of mine, of everyone's it'd be awesome, time. It'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah. It'd be an awesome waste of everyone's time, yeah. but it would still be a complete waste <laughs> of everyone's time. Me, the student, the professor. It's like everybody has had those experiences where, like, you take a class and you're like, you get a sense that, like, this is definitely a waste of time. Like, it's oh, just yeah. other bullshit. But this is one where it doesn't even like throw up the pretense of not being <laughs> right. a waste of your time. Right. Like, it's not like you know. Contemporary Asian <laughs> I can, I can, I can, media studies or something. It's just like, yeah, this is comic book movies. I can picture the guy like <laughs> sitting out because I I didn't go to a real college. So I don't know how real colleges do it, but I'm just picturing what I know in movies where the guy's like st- sitting at a table mm-hmm. trying to shill people into the class, mm-hmm. and even his just like, you need filler. <laughs> hey. this, is fi- this is a straight up filler class, man. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So up. Also, we got. The Keanu Reeves open to the possibility of coming back for Speed Three. Yes. <laughs> so he's yes! <laughs> that really is probably the best possible. <laughs> oh God, yes. He was scenario. never better than he was in Speed. I, I thought for a second you were gonna say like a Bill and Ted, and I'd be like, no, no, no it's too late. No. That yeah, that train that, has sailed. What about like a a po- like they're all they're old. Like a like an old Bill, their old Bill and Ted, like, <laughs> and they're like just re, like reliving the past days. Maybe they could do but, like a Dumb and Dumber two. Uh, Here's the problem: with two new young people. <laughs> Again, we've we've discussed this. You can't do a movie where Keanu Reeves plays an old version of himself because he doesn't age. He hasn't aged, right? Exactly. But the idea of like, uh, so h- how many of us here have seen Speed? Oh yeah, everyone. Oh yeah. How many of us here have seen Speed Two? No. Oh, Man. nope. Hold on to that because I have. <laughs> hold on to that dream. Speed, speed, hold on to that speed innocence. Speed Two is so bad, and I can yeah. only imagine how bad, how mo- like more bad it would have been if Keanu Reeves would have been a part of it. Yeah, because <laughs> he wasn't in it. Um, that was just Sandra Bullock, and she was like, "I need a paycheck." Uh, I have no. I'm still. I don't know what my career is right now. Yeah, she hadn't come into her. I think at that point she's been. She did Speed, and I think The Net. And the, yeah, those, those are movies. It seems uh, like a good idea. Definitely. Um, they are definitely movies. <laughs> but the idea of a Speed Three, just now what? Like, okay, we 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 had a bus, we had a ship. Yeah, what, I know. a plane. plane. What are we no, gonna do? What are we gonna planet. do? The planet. <laughs> the planet has to. If this, if this if planet, the Earth stops spinning at a speed of one, if the Earth stops moving around the sun at six hundred, every, everything will be destroyed. It'll be the. It'll be that the small. But what's the name of that bus? Didn't Nanny used to ride one? Oh yeah. So it's what one of those that? small buses know, that retired yeah, people yeah, take yeah. to get like from their it's nursing got, like, home. Huge doors. <laughs> yep. Yep. Massive what doors. is that? They'll be like, we gotta get here. It's like, oh no. Keanu Reeves will just walk. 
onto the, like you won't even have to like some because that, that that thrilling scene where you had to dive on no it was being like jogging a little bit like whoa, whoa, whoa okay I'm on I'm on that's good don't, don't slow like, down too much he's like the this bus must stay above a certain mile an hour what <laughs> what no I guarantee I, okay I, I, I guarantee don't what's worry. gonna what's gonna happen is there, like some producer's gonna be like no we're gonna flip this on its ear and it's gonna be you can't go faster. Then a certain <laughs> the worst. Yeah, You're like, like well, the, what, uh, can we? Park. The, yeah, there was we, like a great movie's done. There was like a great uh, pictures for sad children where it's like you you can't you can't like uh, break out of your rigidly defined roles. Everybody must act as normal as possible and go through the rest of your lives, or else the bomb will explode. <laughs> Everybody's just like. That's going cool. through their lives. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, up next, we got uh, two more things. So, we All got right. uh, Peter Dinklage. Oh, oh it, done. Right. I don't care okay. what he's doing. He's I'm still excited. Still kicking. Set to lead a thriller called The Thicket. And it is based on a book, obviously. Of course. What is story it? story follows a young man named Jack who is forced to go on a journey to rescue his sister after she's kidnapped by a killer called Cutthroat Bill and his whole gang. And he can't do it by himself, so he enlists the help of a bounty hunter named Shorty, the son of an ex-slave and street-smart prostitute, to join him on the dangerous quest. <laughs> So There's Peter Dinklage nothing will be about playing. This I don't like. He'll be playing a bounty hunter. No, bounty no, hunter. he'll be playing Wait. a bounty hunter who was the son of, okay, a ex-slave and a street smart prostitute. Oh, okay. There's again. There's nothing about this I don't like. <laughs> yeah, everything. Everything about this is perfect. The only way it's, it would be better it, is they're I, like, I, hey, I, it's also it a western. Sounds like it's got to be a western. I mean, it's got to be right. I mean, who has a gang and it's called Cutthroat Bill? Uh, hey, who knows? Maybe it takes place in some kind of so, post-apocalyptic uh, New York City. To Jack, who knows? Jack and this grave-digging alcoholic bounty hunter. Nope, definitely, <laughs> definitely a western. I take it back. <laughs> definitely a western. So, and, and I'm and loving a, it. A, a Dinklage is actually producing the film with his newly formed production company. Ooh. So, and uh, yeah, they're saying. Uh, well, actually, th- this says the. No word on oh, who direct Dinklage hypes the project briefly, saying completely original. The characters and the world they inhabit jump from the pages for me in such a com- cinematic way. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm down for a Peter Dinklage western. Absolutely, that awesome. absolutely. That sounds great. And lastly, a uh, little bit of homework for everybody. For those of you that did not see mm. this, uh, Steven Soderbergh. Ooh. Um, I thought he retired from film. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, he cut a silent black and white version of Raiders oh. of the Lost Ark. He's been talking oh, about yeah. doing this for years. Yes. And borrowed, yeah. borrowed score uh, with music from Social Network and, and a few other films. And uh, our friend of the show and uh, sister podcast, Ninja Versus Podcast, yes, uh, Tyler Crumrine is a dramaturg. Is it dramaturge? 
Dramaturg. Dramaturg? Is that a Dramaturgent? Dramaturgent. He is a drama guy. <laughs> drama guy. He's into drama. Drama but, uh, dude. Yeah, he works. He works uh, at a you know theater, and he he's a professional know, drama. Has his own publishing company that publishes screenplays, and he is a wealth of theater knowledge. I notice every time I mention I write short stories, he gets real. He excuses himself <laughs> from the internet, and I'm like, "Hey, I, I write stuff," and he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to publish you, Jack." Well, you gotta write. You gotta write plays, and then he'll, oh. then he'll publish. Yeah, it. so convert all your stories into to a play. screenplay, and then he'll turn you down, and then he'll turn you down <laughs> properly. Yeah, but until uh, <laughs> then, he's just turning you down on principle. Hey, I understand. Uh, yeah, so he he said that. Watching this, like, and I and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but apparently, this like you really see the staging of everything, like in a mm. whole new way. Like you can see how everything is set up huh. because you're focusing on the the images, right. and there's no sound to like you know distract you and get you all. Right. So you're just watching them like basically the way they would in the silent film days. And uh, and he said it's it's amazing and wonderful. So I uh, year, years ago, um, I had heard uh, on another movie podcast uh, a couple of the guys talking about um, how they they watched Raiders of the Lost Ark and Blade Runner in total black and white, and how it changed like the way you watch the movies. And I thought, ah, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> so so me and Melissa sat down and, and we did a double feature, and. Um, Damn, I will say Raiders. It does. There are a few scenes where a black and white version of Raiders is is not as good. Um, but overall, it's like watching a different movie. Yeah, I mean, he he's, he goes on to say about that it was for educational purposes only. And in this interview, he basically said, I want you to watch this movie and think only about staging, how the shots are built, laid out, what the rules of movement are, what the cutting patterns are. See if you can reproduce the thought process process that resulted in the choices by asking yourself, why was each shot, whether short or long, held for that exact length of time and placed in that exact order? Sounds like fun, right? It actually is. To me, oh, I've removed all sound and color from the film apart from a score designed to aid you in your quest to study visual staging aspect. So question, do they do it like an actual silent film where it breaks to dialogue or is there just no, no dialogue? No, there's just nothing. There's just no sound and and there's music in the background. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, so you can uh, see it. Um, I think you can see it on his website. Um, it's also on Vimeo, um, but yeah, definitely check it out. It's. I had heard that there was some fear that like this is going to get taken down, or something. I don't. Be. I don't. I, I. But I don't think it's gonna. I mean, it's not. He's not selling it. Um, it's not like he's making money off it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. And I. I can't imagine that Spielberg wouldn't be like, "What an interesting idea." I mean, the whole project is to show how amazing. Yeah, it, it, it was, totally it strokes like Spielberg's <laughs> ego. Spielberg might not do that. Lucas. <laughs> Lucas has no control over it. He Lucas. doesn't have any control over any no. Jones? 
No, that's all that's all held by Disney now through LucasArts. Oh, there you go. So what Disney did was they put Lucas in this in like one of their um the you know the 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 4D type of experiences <laughs> at Disney World. They put him in an all simulator. He thinks he's making all these Star Wars movies, all these Indiana Jones movies. He's really he's really just hooked up into this little like building and he just goes around and around and he's like, "Ah, oh, this is amazing." And he's like and like Jar Jar Binks is following him around. I'm just like, oh, you're the smartest. And of course, it's a legion of Jar Jar Binks. Disney, Disney is programmed. It, Disney is programmed it so that he's just receiving accolade after accolade. And like all these, all, all these the Oscars. Every, you know, all, they, everyone they who told him he was wrong. Francis Ford Coppola went, came up to him and said, "I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. I, I think we just, you are the master, sir. I think we just wrote an episode of South Park." <laughs> There's like the, the the first shot is literally every direct every like actual good director is standing in a line. Martin Scorsese's the there. Him, Spielberg's shaking there. his hand. Thank you so much. And then they walk away. And like they're in like a fully animatronic dude, like the pre- Hall of Presidents. Thank You're you. the best. George. And then they and then they walk out and then they get smashed down and repurposed into another director. Put at the end of the line. <laughs> Even directors who were directing before, like David, yeah, David Lean shows up. And like, yeah, <laughs> David Lean and Cecil B. DeMille show up, and they're like, if only we could have done what you did with thank Howard you. the Duck. Thank you, thank you. Radio Land Murders was a masterpiece. <laughs> and he's like, yes, I know. I, I, I am aware of this. Thank you. <laughs> I want to see that episode of South Park now. I haven't watched South Park in years, and I'd watch that episode. <laughs> It's going to be great. So, yeah. Anyway, that's what we're talking about. So, go check out the Raiders of the Lost Ark in black and white. Yes. So, I was hoping that the box trolls would have some quality trailers for us to talk yeah, about. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about the garbage that we saw before Ugh. that movie. <laughs> Let's just I say thought fa- Alexander family. And the yes. Okay. Horrible. That looks, that looks funny. fine. That I mean, funny. especially compared to the fact that, like, the I mean it you know it's it's one of those cloudy with a chance of meatball situations where the book right. is like this you know celebrated children's book and then you go to see the movie even the trailer you're like wait what are, they're we just, just doing do whatever they, whatever yeah. the hell they want and so like because you can't make a movie about right. any a children's picture book with like a couple of words you just can't do it right. like you're crazy if you think you can you know like the the best option was with with like where the wild things are but. Dave Eggers oh. had already adapted that into a novel called Wild Things, yeah. where he like took that story and made it repurposed it into an a uni- like an actual. Was it as story. sad and depressing as the movie? Because damn, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, but it's you know amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That movie. <laughs> that movie was brilliant and amazing. And I'm like, I'm never gonna watch this again. <laughs> God, this is depressing. Um, I didn't think it was overly depressing. I, I thought, thought it was pretty depressing. Depressing moments, but I thought it was a heartwarming story in the end. I uh, think it's sleep in a real pile. Yeah, I guess. Hey, spoilers! I haven't seen it yet. Oh well, hold, I'm sorry. This, this. Yeah, you got to see it. Yeah, it's really. Done. Yeah, I do need to. Uh, oh, and my. then, what, so we had that. So we had. Yeah, Alexander, Alexander and the terrible, and the, horrible, yeah, no, no good, good, very, very bad, bad day, day, which looked very funny. Yep. Looked very interesting. Uh, uh, I Steve mean, it had Carell, a good cast. Jennifer Garner's in yep. it. Uh, Dick Dick Van Dyke. As himself, no less. <laughs> Donald Glover's in it. His older brother is that kid who's been in a bunch of stuff. He usually plays a kid who's getting picked on. Wait, the who? older brother who who was like, 
ah, everything's going my way. Hashtag blessed. Who's like in the oh, van yeah. and then picks up the phone. Oh, I'm looking at his been, name up now. He was, oh, he was in. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's been in Let Me In, The American. Yeah, Let yep, Me In. That's. Uh, he's been in Prisoners, which I did not see yet. That's really good. Uh, he's the he's the bully in Let Me In. He's the main yes, bad bully. Yes, he so is. he's usually kind of either a, an a hole or he's like crying. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a, pathetic. I, yeah, he's sort of either yeah. pathetic or he's like really an a hole. Like, he's yeah. just, oh, I just want to kill you. <laughs> he was in he was in Snow Buddies. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's that one with the dogs. Yeah, with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Oh God! Little, oh God! And little husky dogs. Uh-huh. Really? Ugh. So, but that 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 trailer looked pretty good, and then right, and then it all went. Down. Then it all went it went downhill <laughs> hard. What the fuck is Paddington? Have you not heard of Paddington? I Bear? have okay. no idea. Oh, you don't know so, what that is? Again, it's a children's series of children's books called Paddington Bear. So I, it's I, about a bear in a rain hat. Like it's about a fuck? teddy bear that came to life. The toy, the toy, oh. I would argue, is most popular. Right, of all right. The there things. was a toy, and I guess it was popular in England. I mean, I think it's popular everywhere. But like, so I think that's Brits where it started. We have to blame for this, yeah. <laughs> and they like, and like, it was just like there used to be a a, a cartoon on TV, and it was just like a Britishy, you know, it was like Paddington, and then he would just oh. get into oh, nonsense. Yeah, and it was just like he would get into like little like you know oh no is this like, the British mischief. version of like Curious George that idea okay. like that that concept like it's just like a he gets into mischief and then he gets out of it and it's like oh we all learned a lesson you know that kind of so it, it it's really good in like a twenty it's minute not format good. <laughs> it's oh. just it's, it's just, good for kids it's, it's like, good for kids it's kind of charming that's about it right right like, so now we're getting a live action version yeah, that, which like is terrible CGI that somehow looks awful. is like. Going the gro the complete gross out route. Like they're like, let's just make this gross. I'm like, let's let him pick stuff out of his ears. Oh, it was like, it. it was like what like, moments that were like could easily be in any of like the like rated R like like American the comedy movies yeah. like, that are yeah. like trying so yeah, let's, hard. Let's use that humor with something that most <laughs> Americans are familiar with seeing in their grandmother's like cupboard. <laughs> Uh, and they're I like was, glass it's like, cupboard. It's like, why don't we make Raggedy Ann and Andy, but it's a porno. Like, uh, what, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, like, and you know like, that'll happen stop eventually. It. Like, it was so, it was like. It was jarring and weird <laughs> and it didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, is this what family comedies yeah. have come to? I think so. What the fuck are we watching? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. Uh, then we had ones. what I was nervous about because I. And I'm blown away by her her debut performance, Quavon Janae Wallace. Yes, from Beasts of Southern Wild. Yes, and like, granted, I've seen her in interviews, and I know that she like, like, did that that movie, and then was completely fine with just doing whatever she wants. Like, she's not like, oh, I have to do respectable things. Like, I'm gonna be a serious actress. Right. Like, she's like, whatever. I'm just gonna yeah. have fun. I'm I, I I'm a kid. Which I appreciated, but you know, to go from <laughs> like an amazing performance that like like brings me to tears to like Annie, <laughs> <sighs> where it's just sassy all the time. I'm just gonna keep oh, sassing yeah. it up. It sassing looks, it up. I mean, it looks like it could be all right. No, it, it looks pretty terrible. awful. It looks know. pretty terrible. <laughs> I like Annie to begin with. Okay, but well, granted, you're a, you're a mu- musical fan. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a musical. I don't yeah. think it it's going to be a musical. 
It's not. Um, Wait, um, oh, it's not. I don't think so. There were like oh, songs oh, is playing that from, in the background. That is, sounded that's like, from a different musical. That's why I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with musicals. That Hard Knock Life. That's from like Oliver or something. No, that's from Annie. Oh, that's Annie. Well, Annie. That's the original Annie is a musical. I thought you meant is this Annie a musical? Oh, I see. I see. I see. Is this Annie a musical? I don't oh, think yeah. so. D- is yeah, Annie a musical? I, yes, I didn't see much. them performing musical numbers. That's so true. if it's not, then I think it's dumb. <laughs> right, so like you only want it if it's a musical. Yeah, yeah okay. pretty much. Like pretty a modern much. Well, musical. I could understand that from your I mean, you'd think that if it musicals. was a musical, they would have at least shown one scene. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you got the that's you got point. the glee crowd. Because it's just the story. You know I mean? Like, here's the thing. The story of, of Annie is like, not very exciting. Here's the thing exciting. with a lot of musicals. You take out the music, <laughs> and it's just like a pretty good story. Yeah. Yeah. Or, really or not only the pretty good, but it's just like so like you could t- tell it in like 10 minutes. Exactly. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah, like certainly not as long as it <laughs> right, is because right. there's no music. Ev- so. ev- everyone sit and think about the story, the A to B to C storyline of Greece. You could do <laughs> well, that, I, I, you I could hate, do that I, in 30 I, minutes. I hate Greece. So. Really? Yeah, I do not like Greece. Really? Nope. Huh. A lot okay. of musical purists are not big fans. All right, let me pick another music. Um, the music uh, man. Yeah, the yeah, music man. <laughs> that that's something you what can tell. What an amazing like a half, story! You can tell that in like a half an hour. Guy comes to town, <laughs> uh, scams a bunch of people, finds out he has a heart of gold. Done, <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, that good job. That's a thirty-minute episode of and, anything. And right without yeah. music, it becomes super boring. I will. I will. <laughs> it's just people talking to each other. So, so what are you doing now? Like, could you imagine like the lead up to everything? And allow me to introduce myself. My name is Professor Harold Hill. Um, I come from this town. Uh, I'm a professor there. I teach marching band. And wow. I guess that's about it. That's who See, I, I am. I, w- uh, I was going to suggest. I have great credentials. Uh, I know you're very threatened by what I'm going to do here, but I have no other way of, of this exposition other than just talking. So, so I was going to. Just four more minutes. <laughs> four minutes. I was going to suggest uh, uh, Fiddle on the Roof, and then I realized, no, that's a pretty epic tale, no matter what you do. Well, that's a super long musical. That's like right, a, right. That's like a, hour yeah, long. that's a three and a half hour yeah, musical. Yeah, that's one that would work. Like, so when you strip it away, it's still It's still like two hours. Yeah, still, still a long story. Uh, yeah. Let's see, another musical. I can't think of any others that I really like. Uh, yeah, West so. Side Story. I never I mean, saw West Side Story. I mean, like, Romeo and Juliet, like, can be told pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and especially not one that's like... It's like, not especially as, one that's stripped down. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's not like as, even stripped. It's not as complex. Right. Right. No, it's not no. as complex. Uh, uh, as see, I've, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to think of all the musicals. Um, the Phantom of the Opera does that count? That's probably that's a musical. Complex. Well, it's based on an old black and white I, movie. I, I guess yeah. I would compare it to like the level of musical that Annie is, though. Like right, Annie right, and right. Phantom of the Opera are two different levels. Oh, yeah, Annie right, on right, like right, Fiddle yeah. on the Roof are on two different levels. Like, Annie you have to compare with like the older school, like Rodgers and Hammerstein, right? Right. Stuff. And then um, again, without the music, it becomes very yeah, very boring. Yeah, right. Which is probably yep. what this movie is going to yep. be. Sorry, Jamie probably. Fox, you done <laughs> fucked up. Yep, it will probably be pretty boring. Yeah. Be I mean, it's Jamie Foxx being that Jamie Fox character. Where he's yep. Kind of like, I'm, and I'm have, really confident, and I kind of just do what I want. <laughs> yep. Nope. Then you have Cameron Diaz being but that a little girl being, sasses him in his place. That's oh, right. great. And, and then you have Cameron Diaz just being. I guess Cameron crack, Diaz in crack, real life. Crackhead? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she's supposed to be. Yeah, I guess knows. probably foster mom. I guess that's how it got to be how the story goes. I, I guess. Mean, I also hate that the punchline of that whole trailer is like, ooh, he doesn't have real hair. Yeah, but like, 
a shaved, like good looking right. middle aged right. black man is like the most common thing you ever. See that every, yeah. Like <laughs> that look no is one all is gonna be ashamed of no. that. Yeah. Even for white guys it's becoming very popular. Like nobody's gonna be like, Oh yeah. his uh. thin layer of hair isn't real. No, no, that that trailer was very depressing. <laughs> I was like, This is sad. Yep. Let's Matt's, move on to something Matt's else. Matt's holding out hope, though. And then it, no, and not anymore. <laughs> now, now that you've convinced me that it's not a musical, which logic does dictate, yeah. that if it was, they would at least show like okay, a here, snippet of them. Here singing. is the right. the three uh, 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 genres that it's given on IMDb: comedy, drama, family. Then no, no music, no music is mentioned. I forsake you. <laughs> I cast you out. You've been thrown to the ground, Annie. Tough. Tough, tough. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, make it on your own, little girl. <laughs> Not everybody gets a millionaire who, as a father. That's right. Uh, but yeah, but like all the all the trailers we saw, other than that that first one we talked about, basically led me to believe that the family genre is going. Well, down remember, quick. Oh, 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 remember, this is like no Disney stuff, right? What? No, I mean, yeah, oh, the, the only Disney. Was, was it all Disney? Disney? It was like at least one Disney. Well, what, the, one was Disney? Alexander. Alexander's the oh, only oh, Disney right, one. Right, right, right. All the rest were. There's lots of good Disney stuff coming out. I mean, okay. Big Hero 6 is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, good. Okay. So, what, I thought there was something else. Was, I mean, there were so many trailers. There was a ton of trailers, but I, I mean, zoned Book out of after Life, a while. I, I kind of didn't want to watch because I'm excited about that movie, and I was like, I don't want to see it. Wait, which one was Book of Life? The one with the, the animated Guillermo del Toro produced. Oh, yes. That looks interesting. Yes, that looks yeah. very I'm we, excited we, to see we, that. We that talked about that in a previous episode. Yeah. And, and like, I want to see it, but like, I, I, they keep showing trailers because they, you know, they need it's a, you know, it's that a, that demographic. Right. So really and remember, have tons of trailers. For it. Trailers for for movies that are either geared or family movies are geared towards kids. Like, I remember this being the case for How to Train Your Dragon. Well, too. even they, bo- even the box trolls. Yeah, they they show the really dumb, cheesy, right. like. <laughs> Yeah, right, like, right. Like, like simplistic. Right. You have no real idea what the storyline right. is, right? Yeah, because so, I mean, it, it, it like they they ramp up the like, oh look, you made a fart sound, or oh. So I, I will give that the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, however, I will not give Annie or the other movie we talk shit on the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there was a lot. Oh God, there's a lot of bad in that in that block of trailers. Yeah. And 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 there was also that trailer what? for that uh, I was I concert. Was, Series oh, yeah. thing uh, that I was Hill, Hillsong United. Oh my gosh! That's, I was that's very the one confused. I was trying to think of. I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've already done. You know, there uh, it couldn't have been One Direction because they've already done a One Direction yeah, movie right. that came out yep. like earlier this year or whatever. Yeah, so it didn't make sense. But you yeah. kept you kept going. Oh, it's going to be One Direction. Oh, it's going to be. One. And I'm like, who the hell is the Hillside? Whatever the. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out. I've been out of the Christian music scene a long time. I don't want to hear time. that, Chris. They probably had songs that you played, th- th- some renditions of. Probably. I mean, maybe they do, they do produce like a lot of the like. Although, although, songs. although, um, if if you talk to Jeremy Sayer, uh, who was the worship team leader when I played at a church at a worship team, uh, all I <laughs> he would always laugh because he'd go, "All right, let's play this song," and I'd lean over to him and go, "Uh." Which one was that? <laughs> and he'd go, um, and he'd tell me the title. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I got I got nothing. I have no idea what, which one we're doing. Hmm. But yeah, this is basically the Christian music industry looking at the One Direction movie. 
And hey, Katie, we can make a can shit make ton of and money. The Katy Perry movie right. and all those movies. Well, we're trying to like, jump on this wow. movie. Can you imagine if we did this but got all the Christians? <laughs> all so the much money. Christians Shur- for days. Churches, <laughs> mega churches stacks are going to be buying. <laughs> stacks on stacks on stacks. Prayer. Mega, mega churches everywhere are going to be buying theater after theater yeah. uh, yep. of, of this. Oh, and I'm going to be oh, more power to you, people. Somebody somewhere is <laughs> making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to do it. That's right. Somebody's got to make money in the name of Jesus. <laughs> May as well be me. <laughs> May as well be me. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we might as well. This sounds like a perfect time uh, to, to do an impromptu Chris's Corner. Wait, explain Chris what Chris's Corner, Corner is. Chris's this Corner. is where I talk about a movie... That is so awful, so terrible that I can't even I can't believe I watched it. Little Chris Clump sat in a corner. That's right. This, watching I, I like, his terrible movies. Oh. I like I like uh we gotta find a soundbite of somebody being like, Hey you kids, get off my lawn. I think that's a good <laughs> Chris is Connor. Uh, so <laughs> Hey, stop stop it. <laughs> stop singing on my lawn. So as everyone who listens or everyone who knows me knows, I love just shitty grindhouse esque terrible films. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, sometimes the worst is just just isn't bad enough. Um, so the one the one day, so I make my own cuts of them. <laughs> That's right. My own long cuts. <laughs> so, oh God. So. A little backstory to this, because I normally wouldn't have wasted my time, but I kind of woke up th- uh, about 15 minutes into this film, and I'll explain why. Um, so Parker calls me up one night and says, hey, can you house sit for us? We're going away. And I said, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Any time to well, get drunk with Zelda usually, is a good yeah, time. dog sitting. It's not. We don't care about our house. We're not like, right, I'm, Chris, I'm, 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 please dust my DVD shelf. Twice a day. And <laughs> right, right. No, 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 no. No, okay, I should have. I have a leftover drink that I've left out in the basement. Spritz it every day with water so it maintains that moist f- f- fungus. Take out each board game from the board game tower and ensure that all the pieces are in order. And that they have not disappeared in some way. And if they Play are- one round and then put it away. Just, just to keep them well oiled. Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we want okay. our games in tip-top shape. <laughs> Please so. play each record, only side B. Do not listen to any side A. So, so let me rephrase that. Parker asked me to dog sit, and I thought, well, I, I, I normally just, you know, it was a Friday night, and I'm like, well, maybe it was a Saturday, I forget, but it was like, oh, well, normally I just sit at home and drink whiskey and watch movies. I could do that and watch a dog at the same time. No yeah, big deal. You do that with a dog. You uh, do that in a new location. So... Um, I'm sitting there watching uh, Bad Boys on his Netflix nice, account. Nice, good choice. And suddenly, I don't feel very well. And I had not that much to drink, so I'm like, this is weird. My stomach kind of hurts. more. <laughs> Maybe I should drink more. No. <laughs> I instantly stopped and got, like, some, some uh, club soda crackers. Did that for about an hour and then immediately just, like, started vomiting. Um... <laughs> It was bad because Zelda didn't know what to do. So I was like, uh, I'm going to stand here and stare at Ian Bark because you're puking every, like, it's bad. So 
I didn't tell Parker about this at the time because I didn't want him to worry. <laughs> and it was like midnight. I was like, who's going to watch Zelda? Like, he figured the puddle of vomit on his Hey, hey. It, tell it most, of it, most of it got into the toilet. <laughs> um, so the next day, I go home. And I, I, you know, my 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 wife goes to uh, uh, some family event that she took one look at me and went, "You're not going, where you're staying here." So I immediately just pile on blankets and I'm shivering and I'm vomiting, and it's, <laughs> Gosh, it's bad. It was so really bad. bad. And, and Zelda's probably just staring at you with her sad eyes. Yeah, just like yeah. What did I do? <laughs> well, at, at this point, at this point, I'm home, so it's my cat. Oh, okay. It's my cat staring at me, going, "Are you going to lay still so we can sleep on you?" No. Okay. Please don't die. We need <laughs> we need you for something. To feed us. <laughs> Someone has to give us the kibble. Um, and. I don't remember turning this movie on, <laughs> but I checked the time code. And I, woke up, I woke up about five or ten minutes into it and thought, well, well might as well finish this one out. <laughs> Wait, didn't no, didn't Melissa came home? Oh well, no, no. I, 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 I was up for that part, but like oh. she came home and she's like, "What the hell are you oh, watching?" Gotcha, I'm like, gotcha, gotcha. I have no idea, but it's really bad. <laughs> So the title of this film is called Nude Nuns with Big Guns. <laughs> Every time you tell this story, I think I always fever... forget the name of it, and I'm like, what was it, like nuns? Was, it's so much better every time. I forget. Every what... time Chris tells a story, I just picture like him being perfectly fine and using the fever as like a setup to the fact that like <laughs> I really wanted to watch this movie. I couldn't bear to tell people that I did actually want to watch this movie. So I made up this story. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even sick. He just made up this <laughs> That's an awful long time, sir. <laughs> he just made himself vomit in your He's toilet. like, at that point, at that point, I would just be, I would just be, probably feel better that people knew that I picked that movie. But guys, than, seriously. Than that I was of, some sociopath. How many times have I gone to you and I've been like, guys, I just watched this really shitty movie and I and was I, perfectly oh, no, yeah. into that's it. So like, true. Yeah, I would totally true. fess up to it oh, if I was like, true. nude nuts with big guns. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, but, Well, uh, let's just quickly treat it like as a real movie. Yep. Nude nuns with big guns 2010. Upon taking her vows to become a nun, Sister Sarah is abused, brainwashed, and drugged into submission by the corrupt clergy. Yep. <laughs> this film stars <laughs> David Castro, Perry DeMarco, uh... Uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody. There's nobody. <laughs> Normally, in this type of movie, when you see like, oh, it's a it's a low budget growing up, you see at least one washed up alcoholic actor who did something famous in like the eighties. Right? No, not this movie. Ah, the the lead star was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, this should be great. <laughs> Chicano Blood, uh, Twelve Corazones, La Paz. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know I was pregnant. The, t- the TV series, she played one of the dramatic reenactments. Oh, boy. Oh, I didn't know I was pregnant. Oh, boy. So the, the, the storyline to this movie, from what I gathered in my <laughs> favorites, because I, I didn't rewatch it once I came out of it. Like I said, Melissa came home and she's like, what the hell are you watching? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I need more NyQuil. Um. But the, the what I piece together, essentially, this movie has the same plot as um, Desperado, okay, but with 
a a a naked nun uh, <laughs> as Antonio Banderas. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a lot worse acting, <laughs> like really bad acting. Um, shootouts for no reason. Like the whole premise is like the clergy are also running drugs into Mexico, and they're using these nuns who only wear the habit part, like the hat, uh, yeah. and nothing else. Um, <laughs> to like they're cutting up the the uh, the coke. Um, and, like, drug deals go bad, and people end up shooting each other. And then, for some reason, this Sister Sarah chick is, like, she somehow gets a set of guns, and she's going around killing people for reasons I didn't quite piece together. Somehow uh, gets a set of guns. Well, because they needed the title to be yeah, sent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. Now, I did Wikipedia <laughs> this honest. movie. I did Wikipedia this movie, and it was the only time... Oh yeah! This in, is oh, this is wonderful. This is the only time when I've looked up a Wikipedia <laughs> article where the plot and the production paragraphs are like three sentences long, and then the lawsuit paragraph <laughs> goes on and on and on. <laughs> so apparently, this movie obviously bombed in what few box offices held it. <laughs> like it, it bombed hard. Um. If I look it up here, uh, just just for curiosity, I love sake. the fact that the genre is nunsploitation. Nun, <laughs> nun, hey, nunsploitation is a legit genre, sir. Um, <laughs> the budget for this movie was eighty five thousand. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find estimated gross. I cannot. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I will say this: it did not make anywhere near its. Really? $85,000. $85,000 for a movie? That's ridiculous. You, you just can't need make to get a... like a couple families to come see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If four if four like weirdos in trench coats show up, you're good to go. Um so, when they didn't make any money at all, like even remotely any of the money, they looked up how many people were torrenting this movie and found that if they threatened them with a lawsuit, and simply said, you can just pay us $100, and we will drop the charges. They would make their money back, mm-hmm. and then some. They'd make a substantial <laughs> profit. <laughs> and so that's what they did. The, and, and thus, a new marketing scheme was born. Absolutely. Make, this make has now movie. become a thing. <laughs> We're going to make a movie that people are going to want to download. Right, because they're going to want to watch it just because right. the name's weird. And, and they're going to want to watch it and make fun of it with their friends. Exactly, which this movie is choice for that. <laughs> um, but then we're going to but make it just embarrassing enough so that like, if it would go to court, <laughs> you would be like, oh, it would, gosh, your life no, no, would no, be no, ruined. No, 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 no. I can't, my, my parents can't find out that this is what I'm <laughs> So people will just shell out, you know, 100, 200, whatever. Just to keep that under wraps, this has become a new marketing strategy Amazing. <laughs> for shitty films. That is just uh, ridiculous. And luckily, they then put it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and me, piled under four blankets, sweating and shivering. In a fever dream. <laughs> somehow managed to find this movie, because Netflix knows what I like. Oh, he yeah. goes, all right, he watched uh, Switchblade Sisters, he watched... Uh, uh, what else did I want? Uh, uh, um, uh, Rape Squad. Uh, why not? <laughs> He'll love this one too. And the, the two I mentioned are classic, 
classic. Oh, great, Sorry, seventies. Um, Make no mistake. Exploitation <laughs> films. Make no mistake. Nude nuns with big guns. Utter trash. <laughs> Rape squad. Hey. hey. Quality <laughs> Choice cinema. Quality classic That's a very, cinema. Well, that'll be a, that, I'll have to talk about that some other time. That's a very empowering <laughs> film, sir. Okay. okay. Very good. All right. Anyway. Uh, so, just a real quick thing. Uh, here is the soundtrack for Nude Nuns with Big Guns, written... Uh, by Vince Johnson and Danny Clinton and performed oh, by the Clinton-Johnson band. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So th- this this is the Clinton-Johnson band. Here's, some, here's the songs from this movie. I'm glad my mom can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Every car behind me is a cop. <laughs> he, he's loving you. I didn't kill her. <laughs> Midnight's come calling. Will I come back to haunt you? <laughs> I love everything about this. <laughs> the Clinton Johnson band. Here's here's a song by them called "I'm Just Your Getaway." So let's just let's just load this. Yeah, it's a very faux Southern West country vibe. Wow. <laughs> that was probably a tender love scene right there. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and this uh. is on their on their this is from their YouTube page. Our songs have been featured in three motion pictures. Control Room, Bundy, and Nude Nuns with Big Guns. Something to be Control Room's like an actual good not good, but decent movie. At least a known movie. Yeah, yeah. That's that that's that like weird um documentary thing about the where they they had a fake newscast about Al Jazeera and stuff. Well, it didn't it didn't have the cachet of Newton on big guns because I didn't watch it during a fever fever induced movie. You know, oh boy. Uh, Anyway, so enough of that. God, it's (laughs) such a terrible movie. Don't don't watch it unless you really want to feel ashamed. Uh, So, yeah. That's like the tagline to Chris's Corner. Don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> Just don't watch it. Don't, don't watch it. Here also on IMDb is four errors that people found. <laughs> four errors? Really? There's only four continuity Fa- errors? Factual error. Several references are made to various nuns' service in monasteries. Nuns' service is in convents. <laughs> Revealing mistakes When Chavo visits Mother Magda Father Carlito's dead body is breathing Sarah is shot on left hip During gunfire Between her and Father Carlito The wound disappears in the next scene At around 19 minutes Sister Sarah drives With no key in the ignition And in the off position (laughs) Whoever wrote these I wish that we could. I wish they would show the person that. I know. I would. I would. I would (laughs) Skype them in in a heartbeat, just to do like, hey, listen, a very prestigious (laughs) podcast wishes to interview you. For clearly, you are a a, a true cinephile. Uh, Oh, anyway. All right. Well, moving on. Let's get on to our feature presentation. We saw box trolls. Let me get that IMDb up. A young orphaned boy raised by underground cave-dwelling trash collectors tries to save his friends from an evil exterminator. Based on the children's novel 
Here Be Monsters by Alan Snow. Okay. Um, hold, um, on one, hold on one second. Uh, okay. Be just, uh, All right, this movie stars Ben Kingsley, Jared Harris, Nick Frost, Tracy Morgan, Steve Bloom, Ella Fanning. I can't believe that was Tracy Morgan. I know. <laughs> I um, Isn't, uh, oh, oh, what's his name? I'm, pu- I'm pulling a full cast here because it doesn't have everybody that I want to mention. Well, did you mention both? Simon Pegg. Yeah, I was going to say, say Simon Frost Pegg. and yeah. Simon Pegg are both in it. Right. Uh, I definitely wanted to get to Simon Pegg, so I was like, he should be up there. Ellie Look, Fanning. I, d- I did mention her. Okay. Trying to see if anybody else needs to be mentioned. No. All right. Well, what did you guys? Uh, what did you guys think of box drills? Well, I am. O- I mean, we've we've reviewed Paranorman. And yep. I think we're all here. Fair, it comes. Fair like a never fans. gonna let us affect. Never gonna let us re- forget. What? Oh, oh no! Just that I I really like stuff that like oh, produces. Okay, sure. <laughs> he's not going to name drop out the gate. <laughs> Come on, he's going to wait like five more we're minutes. We're classier for that. than that. <laughs> Uh, yes, this is the same pro- uh, production. Yeah, same production company that did Paranorman and, and Coraline. Coraline. Yep. Um, both. Uh, I, I'm going to venture to say, enter the critic favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, real good. Very good. Real good. So automatically yeah. out of the gate, um, this movie visually is a work of art. Yeah. It is amazing to yeah, look they, at. Every movie yeah. they make gets like more and more ridiculous because you realize that they're making it. Like you know, by hand. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is stop old school stop you know animation stop motion animation, um, and I'll be damned if it doesn't look like CGI, and it's probably yeah. still cheaper to do it this way than CGI. Uh, cheaper, yes. It depends uh, on your definition of cheap because che- cheaper monetarily, not with time. No, damn. Yeah, there's a reason why they only release these movies right. like every three years. <laughs> yeah, because it probably takes that um, long to make them. <clears throat> I that the first scene where you see the like layer of the box trolls. Yeah. I just like s- sat there with my mouth agape just be like just trying to understand I could how do... much m- much human labor oh, absolutely. was going into these <laughs> few seconds that I was like viewing. But it's it's instances it's like that. It's instances yeah. like that that I really appreciate this film because if you look at um like classic films from like the seventies and eighties. Well, not so much seventies, but definitely the eighties, where there was uh, a real uh, a surge of special effects artistry, where you know guys at like ILM were doing some amazing work and really pushing the the, the boundary of what Late could 80s, be early done. 90s. Yeah, Stan Winston and all those. Guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we get into the late nineties to current day. Where all special effects are just a bunch of guys sitting over keyboards at rendering farms, just rendering, rendering, <laughs> rendering, and it's just so depressing. And I then mean, you get it is, but like it, they are still mostly doing art. Like I mean, they're just, just doing it on kind. a digital pad, okay. and drawing okay. on a. It just isn't doesn't have the um, classic allure, but like it, they're definitely still drawing. True, true, but this. This almost feels more of a, a, a I don't know, like a, a, a learned skill. I don't know. I mean, something. Well, there's, there's, definitely something, there's something more to it. Oh, yeah, it. there's definitely more like a separate skill that's independent of just being able to draw 
when it comes to this kind of thing. I compare it to, you know, there's a reason why in the in the day and age where you can listen to like lossless audio right on your computer with like thousands of gigs on like a hundred dollar hard drive, like all the music that you could ever possibly have. There's a reason why people still go back and put vinyl right. records on on their record player because um, they want that like hands on analog feeling. Yeah, which right. is what I would say that that this is. This yeah. is like yeah, there is definitely human, a warmth. Yeah, there's a warmth that is like lo- like still still haven't been able to really get out of CG. Right, stuff, right. Know, like rendered when, stuff when when. When they talk about all the the man hours that went into the latest Transformers movie and how many, tr- tr- you know, right trillions of bits yeah. that, of information, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Nope. But something like this, where actually there's a tactile sense to it, it's like that is impressive, yeah. and and this movie just really takes it to again an, another level, where where I thought, well, it's not going to get any better than Paranorman. It's not going to get any better than that. That's as, and then boom, this movie comes out and <laughs> blows that one out of the water. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know how. No, it's so damn good. Yeah. Um, so much, so much happening. Like, well, they decided to go all steampunk. Yeah, yes, and like which every, is a great idea. I it's mean, a it's great so... idea, but it's also like a suicidal idea. So I was like, <laughs> oh, this means like you know half the scenes are going to have tiny little machines with working tiny gears. little machines with gears that. Are constantly spinning constantly throughout moving. the scene. And interlocking They're not going to just stop. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's not like Gosh. they can just do that a couple times and then repeat it in the frame because no, you have all this other stuff happening in the foreground yeah. that you have. To, oh, yeah. it's just that blows my damn mind. Um, but the the voice acting yeah. is awesome. stellar. All, all pretty much every. I mean, I'm I'm kind of going through pretty much every. Uh, Every single um, one of the box trolls is like a, you know, like pretty big name, actor. pretty big yeah. name yep. voice 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 actor, actor. Voice actor. Yeah. which yeah. I think yeah. is is smart because like like we have we've talked about in the past. I mean, like certain people have transcended and and are just good at everything, like Bradley Cooper, or right, right? But like most of the time, you can't just put a, anybody yeah. into a role. You can't just be like, okay, you could do it. Like it, you it really is hard. Like you Absolutely. have to be good at what you're doing, and and like so, and especially the box trolls because they have a way of talking that is it's, it's somehow, not English. Yeah, it's somehow understandable it's in distinct. some ways. Yeah, but at the same time, unique, and they, each one has their own voice, and like they they were able to do that. Right, it, like it didn't sound like one person doing all the voices. right, right. Like just doing different variations of like. Blah, 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 you know, like it was, they all had a distinct voice, and I'm like, that's that's the way. To I do was it. I was super happy to see uh, one of, one of my favorite voice actors, Steve Bloom. Uh, most yeah. of you have heard of him; you just don't know his name. Yeah, uh, he voiced um, Spike from Cowboy yeah. Bebop, mm-hmm. and just about every anime that has ever come over. Wasn't he? Was he Goku? Uh, somebody else. N- I don't believe he was Goku. Okay. But he's done, I mean, oh, d- all right, the man has 537 yeah. credits to his name. Wow. He has done so, man- he so is much Wolverine animation. in the 2011 X-Men. Uh, yep, yep. 
Um, some of the stuff oh, that I know him from, like if you go down this, this list, thing. it's. I mean, nuts. I'm still in 2006. Yeah, he's he's insane. Holy the dude, he probably the dude does do not stop working. He did Samurai Champloo. Yep, he did do Samurai Champloo. Um, he's also done um, all oh, that giant robot Digimon, fighting. the Big O. Oh, Big O, I love Big O. Yep, he did. Big he did that. Oh, he like I I see him in all kinds of stuff. He did the the um like when uh uh. Akira came over to America. He did like some ancillary voices for that. Like he's just he's nuts. Um and it's just become one of those things where me and me, me and a few of my uh voice acting nerd buddies we just sit around and we would watch stuff and be like, Is that Steve that's Steve Bloom? Oh snap, it's Steve Bloom. <laughs> um so like when the guy I, who does uh Klaus from American Dad is in here. Yep. D Bradley Baker, uh Nika Fuderman, she does uh a lot of the she does like Clone Wars, Dead Space. Yeah. Up oh, she did Sonic Boom. Nice. <laughs> um so yeah, they got like nor- normally in this instance you would have a lot of um celebrity right. celebrities doing and they and, do and have they some a lot of celebrities doing the, doing the people, but like right. but like there's not so many of them even carrying many scenes. I mean, no. other than right. Ben Kingsley and and the, the well, Ben kid. Kingsley did a good job. Yeah, Isaac, I Isaac. Job. I could, I didn't know it was him. To be honest, I, I knew he was in the movie. In fact, he was the only name that I had heard. Like I kept wondering and if I, Snatcher was. Uh, yeah, I couldn't Ma- tell if Michael Caine or, or like some other like. It doesn't British. sound like Ben Kingsley. No, no, it and it has that British, but it's also that vo- like that really like like kind of older guy. Mm, like it's right. just. Not Ben Cockney, Kingsley. Yeah. older Cockney. Yeah, um, and now, I just I, I was like running through the list in my head. I'm like, who is that? I feel so, like I know that name. So beyond the voice acting, beyond how it looks, yeah. we obviously know there's two aspects. Yes. Good. What did you guys think of the overall like story and how it progressed? Because um, I was telling Parker before I saw the movie, this is actually by, by far their lowest rated movie I saw on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Some of the so far, yeah. So far. Um. Some of the problems they had were with story, um, so I'm wondering what you think of that, and I'll address the other problem then. There, there were, there were two parts that, when any movie or television show, it, it, like when any form of visual entertainment does this, I always get mildly annoyed, and that is the one, <laughs> one character does not speak English. One character doesn't speak whatever language they're speaking, and there's a third as a translator, but he's not like the designated. You know what I mean? Like, and so he would the, the one guy would start talking. The the one uh, the, the second character would be like, "What's he saying?" And then he said, "Oh, he says blah blah blah." For some reason, it it can be done well, mm-hmm. but very rarely. And in this film, there was a few instances where I'm like, "All right, that's kind of annoying." And then they would combine it with another thing that drives me nuts, which is the like the five minute flashback of like we're gonna flash back to a scene that happened five minutes ago that like the first time we saw it we didn't see the whole part of it. Right. Right. Um, there's like one or two. No, I guess there's only one instances of that where there's like there's a, there's two flashbacks that I remember. One is a distant flashback. The distant flashback I'm fine with. One we is didn't a see flashback it. to five minutes ago, which yeah. could have been avoided. Which that um, that part bothered me. Um, because it's you know 
you could easily tell what happened pretty quickly. Precisely. Um, I, I think I, that I, was just thrown in there for kids. I will say, too, it's tough in a kid's movie. I get what you're saying about the translation thing. Sometimes I think that's kind of lazy storytelling. Yes. Because if, you're, if you trust your characters, right. if you trust them, they're going to be able to tell you everything you need to know. If you're if you're setting up the story correctly, mm-hmm. they're going to tell you everything they need to know without even saying the necessary yeah, with, words with, in with, English. With right. the right economy um, of storytelling, you can get that across. Um, it, however, it, that is more difficult in a children's yeah, Absolutely, no. And again, if this was an, an, a, a film geared towards adults, I think they would have done it a different way. So it, uh, yeah. those two are kind of unfair criticisms. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like holding it to a, a different standard than what it it's setting out to do like right right setting i mean it's it, it like if we were judging it on children's movie standards it like destroys oh yeah a it lot goes it goes far movies. and beyond like a I lot mean, of compared to movies. all those trailers we saw before yeah. the Ugh. thing and how we were like oh god like this is like transcending that genre of movie like no, it's trying I would, its I would... best to do better than just like like the same like schlocky nonsense. Yeah, the, the same like we're gonna crank this out to yep. get four ticket sales. Exactly, because like, that's, well, that's what all kid movies are. We're gonna get the family ticket sale. Um, no, I would hold this, um, like up against like, uh, uh, like a, like a Pixar movie. Oh, definitely. Um, and I of, think that's of, what, of I think that's what you have to do. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because they've set themselves up with their past two films that they're. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't understand. I'm. I guess I could say that the story is a little, especially the beginning. It's a little like jumbled. You're a little, little it's jumbled. a little jumbled at the beginning. But right. looking back on their other films, they also are they Coraline and uh, Paranorman are pretty unconventional. Yes, in their storytelling too. So I'm yeah. not sure. I think maybe it, critics are just looking at this and trying to hold right. it to some new standard. Well, this right. is one thing that bothers me when when you have a, a relatively new production company. They, they've only done three films, right? Yep, that's it. Um, I mean, this is the third film. Yeah. yeah. The first two were hailed as just, you know... Brilliant. Brilliant yeah. films. So, a lot of times, what... And it always annoys me when, when a production company like this, and I feel that they, like Pixar had to go through the same gauntlet of bullshit. Yeah. Of, all right, we have two amazing films. The third one may not be quite as amazing. It's still leagues beyond anything else right. that is in it's the still genre. A very, very good film. And yeah. so critics are like, well, this is, we're going to be harsh on this. Right. Because you didn't knock it as, you still knocked it out of the park. But you didn't knock it quite as far out of the park as your last two. Yeah. So we're going to be harsh on it. I'm like, that's a bunch of crap. Well, yeah, and, and okay, so I kind of get I kind of get the story construction complaint, but again, I don't think you can levy it towards this film and not the other ones. Precisely. And again, I think the story is still overall like taking it as a whole is amazing and what they do with it unconventionally. So, uh, here's the other big complaint that I saw that after seeing the movie, I have no fucking clue what critics are talking about. I saw a number of reviews that said, oh, where's the humor? What? Where's the, oh, they're trying to be so different than Pixar, and they didn't put in any jokes. And What are you talking about? That's, was, that's like, a bunch of crap. Like, this, th- there this were, was the, probably the funniest one. Yeah, like, I think there were, there were stretches of time where, where maybe the story was like, like you said, because it's unconventional, is a little bit like, okay, we're just kind of watching stuff. And, and maybe like in that span, there isn't anything like, 
hilarious, but like, right, but it doesn't need to be. Like, right, you're exactly. just watching a story, and then, but the moments when things are funny, they're all awesome because the they dude, picked, the... they picked amazing people to be in it. I mean, the Richard Aaid and and Nick Frost just talking. I like dude, those two characters. <laughs> Best, Absolutely. Best funniest Absolutely. villain or whatever. Right. Pseudo just villain hilarious. Just hearing ever. those two go back and forth, almost two. being like a Greek chorus of uh-huh. sorts, is... It, it's like, or it's it, like something out of Waiting for Godot or something. It, right. well, well, yeah. For 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 me, it was when I when I took a Shakespeare course. Yeah, and they would always say like the the um oh what what play is it Hamlet where the two yeah. grave the grave diggers right. are like going uh-huh. back and yeah. forth and basically like this is for. The, the audience, the commoners, yeah, yeah. This is for the, the commoner audience. That's how I felt with these two guys, where they were kind of like being our window into this world, and I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> um, do, you, do you really think this set heroic? <laughs> <laughs> Just yes. going back and forth. I'm sixty or seventy percent. I'm still sixty seventy percent that we're the good guys, right? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, those those two he's are like, amazing. He's like, he's like, all the work I've done, all the work we've done. He's like, <laughs> I well, think we're all saying the same thing. I think I we're all on the same page. We're just we're saying, just saying things in different ways. I don't think um, so. <laughs> but again, and and like, uh, I did like just just I'm 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 flabbergasted that critics would say that this is not a funny movie because I thought it was hilarious. I also one of the things that I will uh, uh, say about this film that I appreciate is it's going back to a tradition in children's entertainment that a lot of Hollywood uh, studios won't do anymore, which is, all right, let's tackle heavy issues mm-hmm. and let's not really sugarcoat them. I mean, right if you watch yeah. children's entertainment in the 80s, oh, yeah. you would think that they hated children. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah. not only that, but like they're not they're not like tiptoeing around like showing something like actually As, scary. Uh-huh. Oh like, yeah. Where oh, you're yeah, like yeah. where like s- totally. nightmare fuel almost uh-huh. like in uh-huh. some ways. Like if you see this at the wrong age, like you, there's going to be some things that'll stick with That's you. That's natural. In a good way though. Like in a good in a way that will make you like, you know, just like live your like You might not, remember this film. Right, like in you might 20 and years. you might also remember like you know your vulnerability as a human being instead of just being like i'm a kid who gets whatever i want and everything's for me and i don't care and blah 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 like like it's like oh god everything's like the world's scary some things are scary the character design of snatcher would have terrified oh oh yeah (laughs) just as not that he's you know he tries to do some awful things really in the grand scope it's not like he's the most sadistic villain ever um right he's just just, greedy i mean like he's just a greedy guy like right I look at this movie as like a criticism of like Ayn Rand oh, abs- and like like that's what was great was like uh, it, they definitely did that kind of Pixar thing or South Park thing where they're like but these guys that are we have on the good side aren't really all that great either I mean yeah like, that dude's exactly. a bad dad and he's like like obviously like we're rich and we're better than you well and, and like yep. the villain is doing what what is the villain's motivation <laughs> it's the American dream yep you work hard. You you really right. put in you the do. effort, the extra effort, and you can really get what and you, you want, exactly. which what you ends want. up which ends up just exploding you because yeah. you're fucking allergic to it, and <laughs> it's not going to make you happy anyway. Yes, exactly. Like even if you get what you want, because he gets what he wants right. at the end, he gets what he wants, yes. and it, and it works out very poorly yes. for all involved. Spoilers, yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's one of those spoiler alert. That, in this children's movie, the villain doesn't win. Yeah, yeah. imagine yeah. that. <laughs> Oh um, God! I want a I want a children's movie with a villain. Wins. <laughs> um, but yeah, the villain comes up and goes, "Ha ha! That's right, suckers!" Uh, 
it's I love I love how nuanced the villains are in this movie. Oh yeah, because you have this posse, and they all represent kind of different sides of of why people do bad things, and two of them are really not bad guys. No, they're doing they bad. Think they're doing they're right. doing bad things because they think they're doing the right thing. Yep. And and they and then they Tracy honestly, Morgan's character is bad. Shit and crazy. yeah, then there's then there's um Snatcher who yeah. he does bad things because he thinks it'll make him happy. Right. Like he's not afraid to manipulate people. Right. And to crush people, but he thinks he has a goal. In he his thinks mind. eventually, like he thinks yeah. this is what you have to do in life, and right. eventually it's going to make you happy. Yeah. And then you have the other guy who just does evil things because he's <laughs> fucking crazy. Again, Tracy Morgan's character. Yeah. He's nuts. He's just, <laughs> in, the, in the words of Alfred, some men just want to watch the world burn. That's and that, that is that character. He is the Joker, is the is the Joker, Joker. of the group. <laughs> but what, um, yeah, like that, like saying the movie's not funny, when he busts out the window and he's like, swing on a chain! <laughs> I lost it. Just, I like, lost like, it. Like literally they're just like, Okay, Tracy Morgan, your character is just gonna just say what he's doing because that's what that's he all you do. That's all he does. <laughs> you repeat the last word somebody said, or you just say what you're doing. Swinging a bat, like, but great. do it in Tracy Morgan voice, as and a, we'll all be happy. As a testament to how <laughs> funny this movie is, all three of us were laughing so loud that a child, a child, a yes. child, was telling us to shut up. Yes, was like, this, is, sh- sh- this is the first time in my life where I. Was the jackass for being <laughs> yep. too loud, and a little kid behind us kept going shh, 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 <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, this is how the other half feels. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, this isn't very nice. Uh, I, no, no, no wonder I keep me. getting. Oh God, no. Nope. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I. This. This. This film is charming. Yes. It's delightful. Yep. Um. Also, how about a female protagonist? Whose main personality's trait is that she's addicted to gore. She's, yeah, she's like a <laughs> violence like, hound. If I would sum up her character, I'd be yeah. like, rich young woman who is obsessed with the grotesque. Yep, she's obsessed <laughs> with did the grotesque. Did you get to watch your family be murdered? I mean, I mean did, did they, they make, make you, you watch your family be murdered? I was promised piles of bones. <laughs> I was promised mountains of baby bones. I was promised bones. mountains of baby bones. <laughs> Where yes. are the rivers of blood? <laughs> Uh, I love it. Yeah, that's wonderful. And yeah, her 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 character that's uh uh Winnie Ella voiced Fanning. by Ella Fanning. Right. Um, and like and like also like I I appreciated that like as a female in the story like She wasn't hero, some helpless. She wasn't helpless and she also wasn't like some ridiculous like perfect like beauty no. that like you're like yeah. oh wow like, no no nobody she's mildly cute but she's right. not like no nope. yeah like they were just like no it's just regular people yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly regular, exactly regular I, I i and and the fact that like eggs the main yeah. character which um, when i realized like when he because he's saying eggs 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 and then when he gets there and he says fish and i realized that it's like it's the, whatever the box. i was like names. immediately heartwarmed <laughs> i was yep. like yeah, i great. love it that's great yeah. i'm on board <laughs> but like Eggs is not your traditional male protagonist because right. he he's not he has no confidence he kind of sucks um, <laughs> he's not very good at what he's doing but Even, he tries yeah he tries he tries yeah so I yeah I I I, I appreciate any film that flips that archetype around oh and gosh. does it in a good yeah. and do, and does it in a way that doesn't feel pandering yeah <laughs> like that, it actually feels like they're doing something right that scene where he tries to blend in with the dining party. 
Oh, that seems like, amazing. That's like classic comedy. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's oh, anytime so it's like, like anytime it's like you're not from here. Like it's done so many times. But it's like you're an alien. You're a person from another country. You're raised by wolves. Whatever. And you now have to navigate a fancy party. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's wonderful. I'm going to give you a five second, you know, breakdown of how to interact with human beings, <laughs> and then we're just going to watch you. Just- just be your regular self yep. in your. <laughs> Seeing him That's eat the, the, the piles of cheese <laughs> while all of the aristocrats <laughs> just staring at him again. When he I kisses love the girl's head, the woman's head, she's like, whoa. And then she kisses him again. She's like, hmm. And he's like, <laughs> he trying to it. press his luck. Yeah, he starts licking it and, uh, <laughs> and he shakes the man's hand. It's a pleasure to meet you, <laughs> even though I don't mean it. <laughs> yeah, so Great. this movie, this movie is. Very funny. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'm afraid that it won't do well in the box office. I'm, Have I'm any worried of them about done? that. I feel like a lot of them were slow burns where they made their money through word of mouth. Definitely. And DVD like sales. Coraline, I was like, sales, sorry. Lo- Coraline, I was like, there's like when I went to see it, I saw it like 3D, like opening weekend. It was really? like 8 a. Yeah. 8 p.m. And it was like 10 people. In the th- like Damn. it was nobody. And I was like, this is going to make us back. But I just looked at doubled its money. Like I mean it was sixty million and it made right. like a hundred and twenty or something. Million Wait, Caroline is... was only sixty million? Yeah. Both movies were only sixty million. How much was this one? Uh it's Probably. not out yet. They haven't they, they haven't they, released they it haven't yet. not because again, you're going back to the idea of like, yes, yeah, sixty million. The first core line made one twenty four, and then Paranorman. Sixty, 60 million, million is so cheap and for then, a major blockbuster, yeah. like and a major animated, film. animated. Yeah, yeah that's so cheap. Again, the cost, gross was cost of materials. Yeah, right. That's it. Like, like, but and like, again, and you would but that's think what's this great so about much the company expensive. is that they're like, they're like, we're these people. That do this. This thing. is, this like, is I mean, our this thing. This is us. Like, uh, so it's not like we don't have a huge overhead because we have the main animators. It's just like I mean, they showed it like when the credits were rolling, and and uh, it was just like a de- uh, like for animators, the lead animators. It was just a regular number of names. It wasn't like you wasn't you didn't have to wait till it's like a block of text names. That was one thing. Right. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Exactly. Again, the only way like, oh, the only way these kinds of movies and and it's the same. It's the same thing in the realm of practical effects and like a lot of action movies and stuff. It's not like every practical effect is extremely expensive. Right. Uh, look at uh, the the Evil Dead remake. Right. I bet if you look at the cost of those effects, oh, I guarantee was you that was nothing. under a hundred mil nothing. easily, um, easily under a hundred mil. It's time, it's, right? That's the cost that the studios see. Because when you look at this movie and then you look at Pixar, where they can crank out a new movie every single year, year. right? Right. Because they, like they have the renders. I mean, their overhead is crazy. Yeah, the, you're losing money because you're not making it right, as right. fast. Right. That's yeah. what they look at. So still, like, uh, I just, I, I just can't believe that something that looks this good. You want to know what Evil so... Dead's budget was? Really? What was it? Holy crap! This guy. Holy mackerel! I just, I'm gonna the remake. Yeah, yeah. The remake for Evil Dead. Seventeen million. That's seventeen million. Seventeen That's million. That is what it makes, nothing. What it make? Fifty-four million. Correct. Yeah, awesome. that, that, that guaranteed. They're going to make another one of those. Yeah, guaranteed. That. Worldwide, it made a hundred million. The other part of that too is that. Damn. 
Damn, that is a return opening on the- weekend. Opening weekend, it made twenty five million. It it over <laughs> it returned its money and then some. In opening weekend, they could have just been like, take it out of theaters. We made it. That's fine. Yep, <laughs> we're done. The other part, send it to Blu Ray. The other part of it too is that actors. Once you enter the realm of, would you rather spend five hours right. in the morning putting on makeup? Or sit in a booth right. and read oh, lines. I, oh, yeah. I, with I guarantee. other people rather, that are having a good time and laughing. Would you rather around. stand in a room with a couple balls on your <laughs> on this suit right. uh, in front of a green screen? Right. Or would you rather sit in a pit in right. a smelly pus cover? Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, you know, f- fake lube, you know, blood lubricant stuff yeah. for hours. Which would you rather do? Yeah, I, I guarantee and, you Ben Kingsley knocked his lines yeah. out in like a day. Yeah. So... Um, it, it it also becomes a question is which is just easier, <laughs> like right. it's not yeah so, I, uh, yeah the, it's it's a lot cheaper to hire you know quality well a lot of these guys are just like top notch British actors um, to do an afternoon's worth of voice reading yeah um, yeah it's just it's just a lot more cost effective so hopefully more movies like this will be made yeah uh, so. At the end of the day, I'd say, yeah, this movie, you, you should go check it out. Doesn't matter if you have kids. You know, it, it, it oh, does, doesn't matter. Just yeah. go see it. Um, It's great. I'd hardly call it a kid's movie, to be honest. Uh, th- th- there are a couple scenes where I'm like, this is pretty dark. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this <laughs> little hardly, kid behind I, me who's shushing me is going to be able to handle this I, crap. I, another thing I was talking to Parker about is the thing that really separates these Leica movies from, like, a Pixar is that like yes? You still get like a good message. Like the the good message is still there and cleanly right. visible, but it's mired in like a much more like malevolent and like gritty oh, yeah. atmosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Like all three of these movies, like there's just it does it brings you back to like the eighties yeah. of like watching movies that like aren't out to make you feel all oh. warm and fuzzy. God. Just looking nope. just looking at them. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not like, wow, wow, this is so nice. I mean and, it was yeah. like it, the crazy part, it was it was even in like Disney's history. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean you look at like friggin' uh the Black Cauldron. Yeah. That's one that comes to mind. Uh, Watcher in the Woods yeah. is terrifying. Yep. <laughs> At yep. 1980. And it's like, I have, I still have nightmares about that movie. Go, go and back. I saw that in, in the school. They showed it to, <laughs> they pushed it in the cart with the TV yeah. on it. And they're like, all right, we're watching a movie today. Shut it's up and sit down. <laughs> Here's the movie. We're 10 years old. It's like, <laughs> go back. Go back, because I, I did it. Yep. It, it. It's not Disney, but it's definitely in that realm go back and watch something like uh um uh oh crap what's it called the um what's all dogs about? go to heaven oh, oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. seriously oh, those, i saw that those in theaters don, yeah what is his name <laughs> don booth or yeah 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 something like that yeah a lot of yeah, his movies don were booth. like that too. don booth yeah of, yeah a lot of his you have like the uh, uh um Anastasia, Secret of Nim. Oh, and oh, Secret, Secret of Before Nim. Time? Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim is yeah. horrifying. Secret of Nim is a Lamb Before Time. I saw that movie in theaters with my mom, right? Don't, I, have you both seen it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, First yeah. five minutes, kill off everybody's family. Every, every, everybody does. In a fiery, violent death. Yep. My mom was, like, bawling. He's like, Mom, no! <laughs> Giant tyrannosaurus. Everything's blowing up. Yeah. That's it. Everybody's dead. My mom's like crying. I remember my like my mom's next to me. I'm like, when did when did 
eight. I was eight years old. I saw it in theaters. My, I'm sitting next to my mom. She's just bawling first five minutes in the movie. I'm like, <laughs> just like, yeah. and I'm like eight. I'm like, what is happening? I mean, it's all, the, like, all those films. All those films are like that. <laughs> Look at like An American Tale or Five Goes yeah. West or any of those yep. where it's like, get yep. ready to break out them water. Yeah. Oh, oh Secret like, of Nim. Oh, God. See, for that me, all dogs go to heaven as I'm watching this. Yeah. As, as I'm watching it as an adult, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I was encouraged to watch this as a child. I just yeah. remember a scene where characters drown yeah. in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, There's like drowning scenes. There's, there's, Who the hell puts drowning Burt Reynolds' character literally dies in the first 15 minutes. And then we have to go through Dom DeLuise's mourning process. Oh, oh and then there's a whole orphan story where these dogs are using her for money. Yeah. yeah. Well. Like, it's dark. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then we look at children's entertainment now, and it's like a bunch of fart jokes. Yeah. It's like, you're the worst, Hollywood. Nothing even remotely bad will happen. Don't worry. <laughs> now, to be fair, let's not gloss over th- there, things like Up do exist. Yeah. That's but that's Pixar, not a kid's movie. And Pixar is not, uh, yeah, they're not doing, that's not a kid's movie. Yeah. And they're, they're pushing I mean, I, th- the I don't think that one was, was really marketed for kids. Whereas, like, Cars, obviously, is a kid's movie. Yeah, that's true. I also will say this about Up. That movie, when kids were going to, because I saw it with a bunch of kids, they didn't get it. That's first right. scene. They didn't get that scene. They weren't sad. Because they're not the parents, adults. I know that parents, parents were sad. There was oh. a woman, there was a mother who oh, yeah. brought it up at Koinos yeah. during a question and answer sh- session. <laughs> no, nothing in the sermon had, like, Brian might have name dropped Up for something. Like, right, but like it was moment. like one and second, this right? one, like you know, forty five minutes later, this woman's just <laughs> like, I just like to say that I took my children to see that movie, and I did not appreciate how completely inappropriate it was. Ugh, well, blah, lady, blah, 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 blah. and on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's really heavy, but yeah. on the other hand, don't be a big pussy. Well, that, that and what—that's kind of what I wanted to say. Like, what? your your if you continue on this path, your your kids are going to be the ones that yeah. resort to drugs because oh, yeah. they didn't know that anything in life was harmful. Yeah. Well, that and what, what what eight year old understands the nuances of, of loss of loss exactly? Yeah. No, right. they're they're not scared of the dark void of the inevitable. They're scared of right. like monsters. And if you do, <laughs> and if you are of the age where it starts asking questions, good. It's right. not no. like it's dangerous and horrible oh, yeah. like, right, in a right, very right. humane way. Oh, I great. I, I, like, I, let's I, find I, out about these things well, like, early enough that we can deal with them. I, th- I thought you meant, like, an eight-year-old is obsessed with that. It's a good thing. Like, no, that kid needs therapy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, no but like, absolutely. Yeah, let's learn about this. Let's, lear- let's, let's go through this now instead of, like, when we absolutely have to because you're like, Where's Graham? And Where's uh, Grandma? Why yeah, exactly. Here? Why isn't Grandma here? And I feel like it's the, like uh, the parents I, that are just like, I can't believe this. Blah blah blah. Like I don't know. Sometimes it just screams laziness. Like, yep. yeah. are you, you afraid of talking with this? Like, heaven forbid you sit down and talk to <laughs> yeah. your kids about something. I can't believe this movie brought up things that I didn't want to talk about with my children. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I expected addressing. this to come about naturally through events that I did not have to directly participate in. Yeah, this is why we have public schools so yeah. they deal with it. No, and I and, and I honestly think that there there are scenes in box rolls that like. Kind of uh, uh, specifically when the 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 box pile, and if you watch the movie, you'll know what we're talking about. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and I'm like, 
damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an elegant way that, of showing I mean, like, I was shit glad going the, wrong. There were je- definitely some like Holocaustian Oh, films. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of rounding people yeah. out uh-huh. in the streets. Yeah. Yep, it was not pleasant. That it scene, even looked like ghettos, kind of like the, yeah. The scene where uh, fish is taken away, that scene's pretty jarring. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. Sc- where he's like clawing at yeah. with, with his one free hand and trying to get gone. away, and he's just zipped off. It's like wow, close that door. Yep. Yeah. That's dark. So. Yeah. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we slap a rating on this bad boy? Mm. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it eight out of eleven uh, cheese-induced ah, crap. boils yeah. appearing on Snatchers. <laughs> Not even boils, just like it's like you ever see the thing. <laughs> yes, yes. He becomes... Did you ever see the end of Akira? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much. Like, have you guys whatever seen those? Have you seen the are? fly? Have you seen the fly? Whatever those ridiculous, like rapidly appearing <laughs> yeah. tumors are. I give it a high number out of a slightly higher number. <laughs> nice. Nice. Parker, you got you got anything for me here? Um I I'll give it um I'm gonna go wild. Like this is so original far. I give it ninety eight out of a hundred boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. Nice. Hey, I like the simplicity. It's, it's good. It's nice. It's good. It's good. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, one out of one moments where I went, that was Ben Kingsley? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I, like when you were saying like, who was Ben Kingsley? I was like, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think. I'm like, I, I don't know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe it was like one of I was like, maybe it was one of the... Like one of the other dudes that like, you know, like one of the other rich guys. Like I was like, oh, maybe it was one of them because I wasn't really paying attention to them. And then I'm like, what? Yeah, it was the lead. I was, I was so expecting that to be like yeah, Michael that, that Caine took me or back. somebody. That took Some... me back and Tracy Morgan took me back. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So well, that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. Uh, you you you. you you know my spiel at this point. Not going to bother going through it. Um, what spiel? Oh, the Facebook. Bobby Roberts, Facebook. The, yeah, well, well, no, we don't do Bobby oh, Roberts Bobby. anymore. We don't do Bobby <laughs> Roberts Bobby. anymore. We don't do Bobby Roberts anymore. <laughs> oh, please talk He's about so Bobby. Desperate. No, 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 Bobby Roberts. No, 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 Facebook tells me it's reaching yeah. some of you. G- give us some sugar. Invite <laughs> <laughs> your friends. Tell them to give us some sugar, too. That's yeah, right. Be like, hey, give them some sugar. Hey, Just listen. Call them up. Put that the in your like uh, recommendation. Yeah, the hey, the, 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 the best sugar. thing you can do for the podcast right now is not to tell me to watch a movie. Because uh, I have <laughs> I do that to myself too much already. Oh, my god! It's costing my money. Oh, my gosh. What? There's a trending article on Facebook. It pops up. Breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, Alex dear God. Alex gives an excellent update to Bill and Ted 3. No! <laughs> <laughs> Writer and co-star Keanu Reeves will return for the follow-up. <laughs> the future. Bill 
and we Ted know it. will be a forty will be forty something, and it's all about Bill and Ted grown up or not grown up. Oh my! God. It's really sweet. you heard it here first, people. Before <laughs> we even knew it was going to happen, it has been foretold. <laughs> Another critic apparently is making movies before they. <laughs> we are have announced. the second sight. <laughs> it's it's really sweet and really effing funny, cool. but it's a Bill and Ted movie, and that's what it is. It's for fans of Bill and Ted. It fits neatly into the series. Ah. This is Bill S. Preston Esquire talking. Nice. I'm sure it's gonna be just nice. wonderful. It's gonna be great. <sighs> sure oh it's gonna God. make me so. I'm sure it's I, I, like it's just on the side of my articles, yeah. and I was just like, "Really? What? <laughs> that's definitely something that's gonna affirm its own existence." Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, have we decided what movie we're doing next? No. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing. Uh, oh. We're going to be watching Patton. Patton. Yes. General Patton. About General Patton. Yeah. Don't don't confuse that with Patton, the 2003 movie about a lovable dog. Right. Or Pattington Bear, no, which we're not going no, to see. No, we'll never, ever. Also, don't confuse it with um, Patton. <laughs> like? Like Patton a, ba- like pat a back. Okay. Or, 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 no, I was going to say. Or like, or like Patton, a Patton, like, like a Patton clerk. Patton, like like getting when, a you, clerk, when okay. you sit in a chair and it's really comfortable, it's got yeah, a lot of Patton. Patton. It's got a lot of Patton. You guys are the worst. <laughs> Or uh, Puddin. <laughs> no, 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 not even the same word. No, okay, we're done. We're done. Shut it down. The sequel to Patton Puddin. Puddin. <laughs> All right, well, until. Oh, God. Until next time. I'm Chris Clump. Get yourself some Patton Puddin. <laughs> did, did they do? Did they do any. Um, any, like, advertising for that movie? Like, no. <laughs> poor dumb bastard. I just want to go home. I just want to go to bed. Okay. So long, everyone. We'll see you next time.